0: Welcome to the Moley Football Podcast here on Let's GoBigMo.com and ESPN Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. We are delighted to be joined by head coach Mark Elder, and we're going to talk all things football here today, everything that's gone on during the summer, what we're looking forward to during the season, what we can talk about the season, coach, sure. because right now it's just everything's so much in flux. Let's get right into it. Uh, it. This has been obviously a very interesting time we're in. You know, everything goes on a day to day basis, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go along here, but. Not knowing, are we going to have a season? Okay, we know we're going to have a season. It's now going to be six games. How has that been like for you to to navigate through all this? Oh, and by the way, you're a brand new head coach here at the high school level. What's that been like for you?
1: Uh, So I, I'm I'm a guy that, that I really try to deal with the facts that I have and not worry about a whole bunch of the what ifs. Uh, I, I'm more of, hey, give me information and I'll come up with the best plan that I possibly can uh, immediately from that point in time. I mean, I am a planner. Typically, I'll have my off season done before we even hit January. I'll have that whole year done. And, and so so that's a little bit difficult for me because this has not been – you haven't been able to plan. Yeah. But I'm I'm not one that plans well based upon if this, then this, if this, then this. Uh, I'm more so of, I need to know what's happening and then I'll make a great plan, the best plan that I can come up with and, and go from there. So essentially I've lived just, hey, w- what are we able to do now? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we're able to do. This is what we're doing. When it changes, because it's probably going to, we will have a different plan at that point in time. I, like when, during the whole time when they, we, we weren't around the guys as soon as like, what it was, March 20th, I believe. We weren't allowed to be around the guys. I didn't have 20 different plans for if this, then this, if this, then this. I said, hey, once we get the plan, we're gonna go, we're gonna make a new one and go a million miles an hour in that direction. I thought we did a fantastic job with that, getting the kids out there as quickly as we could uh, for their mental health, for them to be around their peers and so forth. The same thing goes now for how things are going. I, it's just, hey, here's what we're allowed to do. Okay, great. We're gonna, we're, this is our plan as a football program, what we're doing. When and if that changes, we're going to make our adjustments at that point in time. So, um, it does lead to some last-second planning. It does lead to hey, you get a, a phone call about something at three, and it affects the next day, and and so you got to make some adjustments. And uh, and our parents have been fantastic as far as that. I'm not giving them the schedule way in advance because it's just been so difficult to do so. They've been yeah. fantastic and haven't. Uh, they've adjusted and adapted. Our kids have have adjusted and adapted to everything as it's gone. So that's how we're doing it now. You know, there's discussions. I mean, scrimmages were out now. They're talking about, Hey, maybe we'll get a scrimmage. I I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, You know, the games adjusted. I I know Mike Azbeck has done a fantastic job of, of shuffling that schedule around went from our 10 games to we we were going to lose Middletown. And then the whole thing shifted to six. I mean, it's everything's in flux. Uh, the support staff around moeller has been awesome um, from from Mike, the administration above him. Mike has done a great job. Our parents and our kids have adjusted. We're taking it day by day.
0: How much has that support helped you in coming into a new program, moving from the college to the high school level amongst everything else that's happened? How important has it been for you to have that structure around you with Mike Asbeck, the support staff, parents of, of, your, uh, of your players, all of that stuff? How's that been for you?
1: It's been great, and and Mike's been fantastic for me. He's a a veteran guy. He's uh, he's been the athletic director at a couple of different places and and been very very successful. So as far as that stuff is concerned, having him in in that place where he can really help and and he's running with that stuff. I mean we're in constant communication about what do you think about this. Once we have a plan, like okay we got a couple open games. Would you be interested in this team, this team, this team? He's communicated with me, which I'm very appreciative of uh, and seeking my input on those games. Uh, That's been great. The the adaptability of our parents has been fantastic. I mean, you know, as I said, I I can only imagine how maddening it is for them because they they don't have the schedule ahead of time. And, again, I'm a planner. I'm a guy that would like to have that be different. I would like for them to – in. January to know what summer should look like and things along those lines. It just hasn't, that hasn't been the case. They've been unbelievably supportive. I really have not heard a whole bunch of complaints or issues with that, um, with, with us getting the schedule out as late as it is. I think everybody understands under the current circumstances that yeah. we're all flying by the seat of our pants and just trying to, to, to make it go the best as, as we possibly can with the information that we have at that particular moment
0: yeah absolutely it's it's been an interesting time since we last spoke i think it was back in late late march early april we did the video podcast Uh, now the things have have loosened up a little bit not everybody's in total quarantine you have been able to get your guys uh, out on the field get those workouts in you know through the month of july Uh, take us through that you talked before about you know give me a plan and i'm gonna go a million miles an hour has it been at that pace or have you felt yourself maybe going six miles an hour six million miles an hour because you're trying to catch up for all all the lost time
1: uh no, it, it's it's been go go. Um that that's for sure. So uh now we've made some adjustments. I'm not saying that we we have tempered back in some regards, but it, it's that's be that's because of certain specific reasons. So um we, we've cut down what would normally be our hours during summer. We've cut those back a little bit, uh and we cut back. We're we're going five days a week instead of six and we've we've cut back from um what would be more of a full day to a half day. And the reason being for that is when the scrimmages got canceled, that carrot of the next, a different color Jersey being across from you was just so far away that uh, I felt like we would tail off in our, enthusiasm and excitement. If we're doing uh, eight in the morning till four in the afternoon, and if we're going six days a week and all those things, I, I, you just, you, the, you're trying to avoid the monotony yeah, uh, of it. Cause, cause again, I, I'm a believer in, you know, two great hours is better than six average hours. Mm-hmm. You know, just, we, we want our, w- when we're doing football, we want it to be the way we want it done, uh, which is a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm uh, playing the game that we wanted, the way we want it played, uh, which is with high effort and, and locked in and focus. That's how we practice. And so to keep that going without a different color jersey being crossed from you, besides the one that you see on a day-in, day-out basis, I just thought that we needed to ta- uh, tailor some of that back. Now, the other part of that that was very beneficial, even though we're a new staff and we've got all these new schemes, they did open things up in July. So they allowed us – where we normally have 10 total days. It was, it went to unlimited. It's not like we were working them six days a week then either, but we had more time that we could do some football. We did uh football four days a week. It might've been just for an hour each of those days, but it, it was a consistent building block that we could, that we could go throughout that month of July leading into camp that I think allowed us to pull back just a hair as far as the time. Cause they, they had a grasp of what we were doing. So We've We've made some adjustments with that stuff. I, I I've been very, very pleased with how our guys have responded. We've had uh, for the most part, pretty good practices. We've had a day in there I wasn't super excited about. We've had a handful of um, parts of the practice that I haven't been super excited about, but it's been demanding. I mean, it's a difficult practice. they're they're tough. Uh, And our guys have responded well to the demands that we've put in front of them.
0: Let's talk a little bit more about that. And I want to focus, first of all, on the senior class that you have. They've gone through a lot of changeover during their time at Moeller. And obviously now we're in even more change because we haven't had the full offseason program to get prepared for a new season, a new coaching staff there as well how do you think these seniors that you have have adapted to all of the changes not only with COVID but you coming in wanting to implement what you want to implement and then how have you seen that trickle down to the rest of the roster?
1: I, I think that the senior class is, has been tremendous they've done a really nice job I, I think and I think that their attitudes has uh, frankly has trickled down throughout the the program as far as that stuff is concerned they've uh, the requests that we've had, what, what we've expected of the guys, all of those things uh, they've responded very, very well with, um, you know, and so we frankly, we've had some guys that have decided that, that this isn't what they want to be a part of. And I'm great with that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, trust me, you know, I want the guys that like, yes, this is what I want. I like how it's being done. And I want to continue doing that. Well, the guys that are playing football for us right now are seniors. They've got that attitude. It's been awesome. And I think it's trickled down. So, what does that mean? It means that it's been a pleasure to coach them on a day-in and day-out basis. Um, they, they've been very responsive. They've been positive. It's been good. Um, other reality, we, we are undefeated. We have not faced real adversity. We are not looking up at a scoreboard that says that we're down, and we haven't lost any games. So all that positivity, that's great. The the question I have is: is, what is it going to be like when – we do face adversity. And I don't mean by loss, but like we look up and oh wow, things aren't going our way. Something didn't go the way we wanted it to go. What is our response going to be from there? That's the question that that is still not been answered. Right now, when we're in this rainbows and utopia of we only play each other, mm-hmm. um, their response has been great. They've been all in on stuff. They've been fully backing. Well, hey, well what happens when this blitz doesn't work and and the other team scores a touchdown or or this play on offense doesn't work and and we end up getting sacked or something like that? How do we respond? Do we do we lose belief in what we're doing? Uh do we get down and and drop our heads or do we have actual strong faith and belief in what we're doing? And the process that we have, and have the resiliency to overcome adversity. Because right now we just don't have that adversity, and that's what yeah. that's what's going to determine how the season goes. I think we've got we've got a great attitude. We've got we got plenty of of good players and plenty of talent in the program to to be able to um, be successful this year. And, and it's just going kind to of come down to really how do we handle when it doesn't go as the picture should be painted from our vantage point, can we overcome that stuff? Um, that's yet to be determined, but you know what, that's, uh, that's the key. I mean, that's, that's the difference between teams that win state championships and, and teams that just make the playoffs, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, great teams are able to do those things. Good teams, uh, they aren't. And the difference in talent may not always be, uh, vastly different, sure. but how you handle that stuff is is kind of the key.
0: So when you go through that type of thing and, and not knowing, it, it's hard to gauge, like you said, until you see a different color jersey across from you. So with that said, when you're going through these practices, are you able to talk to your team about these hypotheticals? Maybe things aren't going that way? Or do you actually simulate things like, hey, it's third quarter, we're down 14-3 to offense, we need to drive like right now? Are you able to do those types of things and try and at least get them the feel for what potential adversity would
1: feel like? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yes and no. I mean, because at the end of the day – there's when you're going against each other that one side of the ball is going to have every good play by one side's a negative by the other but it's not real adversity mm-hmm. um i mean the, the reality of it is is you throw an interception that's adversity for everybody on our sideline and and how you respond to that that's real um I, I, I've been through the ringer of trying to create adversity, and I, that didn't work out real well for me in my first go-around as head coach, and, and um, I, I just think that that's fake. Um, it, you try to build up the the belief. is, is that That's really where my philosophy has adjusted over the last handful of years is trying to build up the belief in what we're doing yeah. and, and how we're doing it in uh, each guy and the guy to their right and their left. That is what I'm hoping is going to overcome the adversity. What? I don't know that I can create that real adversity of we're playing GCL opponent XYZ and we're down 14 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I can create that and have it have it be a real response to that in practice setting. Hopefully I can create an environment where where we believe in what we're doing, how we're doing it, believe in each other that we can overcome stuff that does come up.
0: (coughs) We are joined by head football coach Mark Elder talking all things Molar football on the other side of the break. We'll get into more specifics and what to look forward to going forward. We have some clarity going forward as far as the number of games being played this season. We'll talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to the (coughs) Molar Football Podcast here on ESC Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
2: Oil. Your oil and oil. Make sure you do the oil changes. You
0: need to replace your oil? Oil is like the lifeblood of your vehicle. Oil is the
2: most critical part of the engine. For maintenance, repairs, and tires, come in to Firestone Complete Auto Care. Contact Derek Lester at the Kenwood Firestone location for great customer service at 513 401 7892. That's 513 401 7892. Get the Skinny
0: on Cincinnati Sports with Richard Skinner only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati Sports News
2: 24-7. Get the Skinny only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Romualdo has been helping men, and now women, look their best for over 50 years. Established in 1968 by Master Taylor Romualdo in the quaint community of Madeira, Ohio, Romualdo has become a Cincinnati staple for authentic menswear, bespoke garments, and Old World Tailoring, gathering national recognition while staying true to their goal of delivering exceptional products with unparalleled service. Romualdo is truly a destination for any style-minded individual. Located at 7121 Miami Avenue in the heart of Madeira, Romualdo is more than just a suit shop. Stop in for anything from denim and t-shirts to sport coats, sweaters, grooming products, and much more. As we approach the holidays, Romaldo is your one-stop shop for the best gifts for the men and women in your life. Centrally located just 15 minutes from downtown, 10 minutes from Hyde Park, and a quick jaunt from Mason, Romaldo suited for the everyday man. 7121 Miami Avenue in Madeira.
0: We're back on the Moeller Football Podcast. We're joined by Head Coach Mark Elder and uh, Coach. Before the break, we were talking about kind of how the seniors have reacted to things and how all the changes have, imp- have uh, impacted not only them but the rest of the roster as well. Let's talk about the the youngsters on the roster as well, you, the, the JV, the freshmen, those types of things. Uh, where are we at as far as the development of both of those, both of those teams at, and uh, where where are we where are we standing with the youngsters?
1: So, yeah, so the the freshmen have been separate. Um, so the, the freshmen are practicing with Coach Clements. He's doing a great job with those guys. Uh, they've got their, their own separate um, – th- th- they're kind of a different entity. We do – once the season gets here, we will do program meetings where everybody's together so that everybody has a sense of being a part of the whole big picture of it uh, for the three levels. JV and Varsity, we've been together this whole time. And so – we're not in a situation where we're splitting that up at this moment right now. We're just not. Um, so how that's um, going to work, we've got the, the scrimmage coming up on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be, I mean, it's, it's it's starting to separate a little bit as far as like, you're starting to see some of the guys, Hey, these guys are performing at a level that I think that they're going to be able to help us on varsity. These guys are probably going to be JV guys, but that's not quite yet determined. Um, it's just kind of maybe heading in a direction. We're go- we're going to utilize this coming up Saturday as a great evaluation tool for saying, "Hey, can this guy help us or not?" In that capacity. So after that, that will start to to divide a little bit more. We'll start to get into a little bit of scout team stuff, especially if we do have a scrimmage next week. We will get into a little bit of scout team stuff next week for from. A day or two, just based upon the scheme of who we're playing against, uh, how much we're going to need to prepare for that. Uh, but but we'll we'll do that a little bit more of of deciding who's varsity and who's JV after Saturday. Uh, I still think that we need a little bit more evaluation time yeah. uh, to be able to do so. But but we've been getting tons of reps. I will say that. So uh, you know the way that we've done things over camp and and we've had to trim this back as it goes, just because the wear and tear of of uh, the days start accumulating on you, but we started we started camp where we were two spotting everything, meaning um, you know if we went seven on seven on one side of the field, we had ones and threes, and then on the other side of the field, we had twos and fours, and we split the coaching staff up and we're we're coaching that stuff up. So in a a ten minute segment, um the ones were getting eight reps, the twos were getting eight reps, threes and fours. All those guys were getting eight reps each. Uh, so they're getting a ton of reps inside. We did the same thing. We were we were splitting that thing up, uh, ones and twos, threes and fours by side of the field. So we were getting a ton of reps with guys. They're, they're, the younger guys weren't just standing around on the sideline watching. I mean, we were getting a ton of reps. I think the development of the young guys is key, as much as we can, health wise and numbers wise, split up like that. That's yeah. that's what we want to do. We want guys. I mean, you get better at football when you play the game. So we did that for inside for 7-on-7 and for team. We were two-spotting a bunch of stuff. We've had to trim that back now. Now we're just getting into a lot of one spot just because the wear and tear, the guy's legs are getting heavier and, and and so forth. So we're trying to avoid injury. But we've done a bunch of that to be able to maximize the 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 time efficiency that we have with the guys and get as many reps as possible. That's been great to see. It's been great for us to have a valuation tool, to, to have all that stuff. Uh, we've been filming all of it, so we watch it every day, which is great. Uh, so that, that's been very, very positive. And I think it's allowed some of the younger guys – that maybe if they were kind of back in in, in the back of the line waiting, uh, now they've actually been getting real reps. We've got a handful of, of sophomores that maybe if it just, you know, if we weren't doing that, uh, they would just now be making their way up to, to compete for varsity. But the way we did it, we got a handful of sophomores that are going to play, play for us on mm-hmm. varsity, which is great.
0: How does that help team morale when you when you're able to do that and get those guys that you know the twos, the threes, and the fours guys that maybe maybe they came in thinking it's going to be an uphill battle for me to see the field, and now they're getting their reps in and they're playing against the ones and seeing <laughs> I can hang. How 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 is that for as far as team building?
1: Well, I think it's great in in many regards. One just because uh, if if you're kind of down on the depth chart and and you go and you're at football and it's hot it's ninety degrees out and and you're in helmet and shoulder pads this that and the other and and you got two snaps on the whole day yeah well, I mean you start to sit there and and go hmm, you know like <laughs> I was there for four hours and yeah. i i played you know besides individual and getting tackled i i I played two snaps like mm-hmm. Do I really want to keep doing this? I mean, that starts to become a real question. Versus if it's like, yeah, I mean, I I played thirty snaps of football yesterday. You know, like it's it's a different feel. You know, you you feel like you're being developed because you are. I mean, that's just a reality. If you play two snaps of, of football, well, it's inside seven on seven or team. Versus if you played. 25 snaps of football in a day. I mean, your development's different. Just the fun of getting to play the game is different. So I think that's, that has been very, very positive. I feel like everybody feels involved in practice. Everybody feels like they're, they're getting better. Everybody feels that they're, they're playing football. It's not just, I'm watching the senior play football and I'm just sitting here on the sideline doing nothing. And I'm not just waiting my turn. I get a chance to prove myself whether I should be up or should be down. And so, I think it's been good, but obviously, I mean that's that's my plan. So I, I better think it's good, right? I mean, it'd be really stupid if like I was like, actually, I think that plan stinks. It's my plan, but it's stupid. But so yeah, I think it's good, and I think it's been positive for the kids. But I guess it'd be best to ask one of them.
0: You've never had a bad plan in, in your coaching career, have
1: you? Uh, not until you figure out it's about right? I mean, I mean, you go in you, you should think that they're all good on the front end right and then, and then you have this thing called game day that, yeah, that, that really that thing. Yeah, humbles you a little bit and goes alright smarty pants you, you weren't quite as, as slick as you thought you know you just got your face beat in, so maybe your plan wasn't <laughs> so good, right? So, no, I mean you shouldn't. You shouldn't have a plan. You sh- you shouldn't be executing a plan that you think stinks, yeah. if, especially if you're the one that gets to make the plan. So, yeah. no, I mean I am, and it's and it, we're always trying to evaluate and adjust and yeah. adapt for sure because you learn that wasn't as good as I thought. But your what you're doing should be the what you think is good.
0: Absolutely. You alluded to it just a moment ago. We've got the uh, the bl- the blue gold scrimmage coming up uh, this Saturday. As you go into that, you know, with everything that's gone on, you've tried to cram as much practice as as, as realistically as possible over the last you know months, six weeks, what have you. What are your expectations, not only for yourself, but the rest of your staff? What do you want to see from this? Do you are you looking for maybe some guys that are maybe in the three on the three four line of the depth chart to step up and, and push those ones and twos? for playing time or are you looking to see I need to know
1: out of the scrimmage who are my ones um so this is not as much game simulated like we're trying to get substitution ready for games and things along those lines that's uh this is this is not us preparing for all that's that that stuff uh that's simulating a game this is an evaluation tool Clearly, with our players, um, we're going to play some football. Um, we might take, you know, like do a segment and then take a minute to or five minutes to say, okay, turn this next segment. Here's the group that's going in the game now. You know, and 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 taking our time with that stuff. It, it's not a evaluation of how how well organized we're going to be on the sideline. Uh, communication from press box down that's not what this it's not really that type of preparation this is still we got to figure out who who's who's on the bus who's on the who's off the bus who's sitting in which seat that's really what this is the following week if we have a scrimmage that will be where i want us to Utilize that scrimmage as an opportunity for us as coaches to make sure that we're well organized, to make sure that we're, we're getting our substitution patterns the way we want them to be done, uh, to make sure that we're, we're going to the bench and we're, we're executing what we need to be doing as, as far as coaches. And if we don't scrimmage somebody else, we're going to do a little mock deal within mm-hmm. our within the program to go through all of those scenarios to make sure that we are ready for that first week so no this is this is for the ball players to, uh, on saturday this is for them to go out and play ball yeah. tackle each other see who can play who can't play that's, yeah. that's what it's for
0: and and in doing so building towards this seat building towards the regular season when you as you alluded to uh, earlier in the show getting to see a different color jersey across from you how much are your players looking forward just to the scrimmage on Saturday to get are able to get there and get the legs going again, get closer to that regular season?
1: Oh, I'm sure that they're pretty fired up about it. So we've uh, you now I'll say this: it's been a, it's been a quick camp. I, I don't know; um, it's my first camp in high school, so I, I guess I can't compare it to previous years or whatever. But it, it has been a quick camp. I mean, we went Monday through Friday last week, and then we. They, had the Saturday and Sunday off for the guys. Uh, We went Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then today was an off day for the players. Mm -hmm. And then we go tomorrow and then scrimmage on Saturday. So I don't feel like it's been like this grind drag. I mean, and on top of that, we uh, we've been going like eight to noon. So the guys, and if you got a lift, you stay till one, but the guys have been, I mean, everybody's been out of there a couple minutes after one. If, even if you have a lift, so it's it's not been this just like grind session where it, camp can really start to wear and tear on you and you're and you're just shot. Uh, I don't think now I think that our, our legs are heavy. I think that uh, the pace of things wears our guys down a little bit and and but that's good. I want that. I want the guys to to be pushed during practice and 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 we'll get their legs back. I know that they're probably wondering that right now. We'll <laughs> we'll slow things down before we get to that first game so that they can get their legs back for sure. Um, but that's, that is that is the goal is to have the practices be hard and to, and to prepare them for what they're going to do on in a game day. But um, I don't think it's been an overgrime, but I'm sure that they're sick of each other. You <laughs> already see that a little bit. There's a little bit more of the – the extra shove at the end of a play, a couple more sly comments from one side of the ball to the other—they're—they're they're ready to be uh, seeing a different color jersey and somebody that they actually should be wanting to beat up on, not just each other.
0: How do you react to that as a head coach? When you see, you know, guys you know, an extra shove at a play, maybe some extra trash talk—do you like that? Because you feel like they're getting—they're—they're they're almost to the sense where hey, games are on the corner, we're ready to go—or or are you like, no, 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 we're still team building right now. Let, let's let's stay away from that.
1: Um well, I guess I'd say this I mean we you know you don't want to see anything that that would turn into a penalty on on game day I mean that you don't want to practice something that that's not good I mean you get a full fledged fight uh, I mean coaches go back and forth on that stuff i mean that's um you, you can't fight in a game right you get thrown out, and i don't frankly, I don't even know the high school rule, but in college if you get thrown out for fighting you're also gone the next week so. Mm-hmm. Um, i mean it's very very detrimental to your performance very very detrimental to the team's performance so you don't want that but at the same time we don't want to be the nicest team in america i mean if if there's never kind of a a little bit of a angry kind of let me get that
0: kind of an edge uh,
1: yeah a, a little bit late but not so late that you get the flag shove or a little bit of uh you know that trash talk If there's none of that, you're like, well, are we going to be the nicest team in America and and just get pushed around all the time? I mean, um, you know, I I don't get too upset if if you're engaged with a guy and if you continue going because you didn't maybe, you know, didn't hear the whistle or something like that, then I'm fine. But if you're you're taking a cheap shot on a guy clearly after the whistle – that, that doesn't do us any good and practicing that doesn't do us any good if you know the whistle blew and you're just grinding somebody into the yeah. ground just being a jerk you're gonna get flagged for that on game day there's no need for that either Um, you know but I I, I mean I did play the game enough to know that I mean sometimes you're engaged with someone and you're fighting hard and yeah. and, and you didn't hear the whistle you know not, not right away at least so uh, I mean, yes, I want us to have a little bit of an edge, but not so much that we're just, it's wild and out of control, and we're getting in a bunch of fist fights during practice.
0: You touched on at the top of the show kind of the uncertainty of what we're in right now, and that goes directly to the schedule. I mean, we, we were ori- originally getting fired up for the 28th when you, you travel up to Middletown to open the season. Well, it does. Not, don't think. Not sure if that's going to happen because Middletown has right now they've suspended the program. You know, there was a originally a game that was supposed to be played up here against Louisville Trinity. That's been that was moved to Louisville, and now the OHSA has change things to a six game regular season where everybody makes the playoffs and you go from there where can, what can you tell us as far as where we're at as far as scheduling goes do we even know where we're at where we're going week one who we're playing all those kinds of things what can you tell us from what you know
1: yeah uh i, I know it's not easy and i know i know it's, it's I mean, fluid yeah
0: but what what can you tell us as so, far as all those changes sure
1: yeah so I guess I'm going to leave because I literally just got out of meetings with Mike about some of this stuff. And so I'm going to kind of leave that up until like contracts are signed and and things are finalized mm-hmm. and so forth. I can just tell you that at one point in time, we were playing Middletown Week 1. At another point in time, we were playing Colerain Week 1. Um, two days ago, we were playing Elder Week 1. And as of right now, we're not playing any of those teams Week 1. So I, I, I guess I'm going to leave it in limbo at that. I, I yes, we are absolutely in conversations with people. Um, we've we've got some some legs on some of this stuff. I think it's happening um, relatively soon. I'm going to allow Mike, the higher ups, to to announce that stuff when yeah. it gets announced because it is just so fluid. Literally, I can't remember if it was yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was. But literally, we were playing Elder. Two day, I know two days ago, that was week one. That yeah. was, quote-unquote, that was happening. Yeah, And it's not now. We're playing them later. So, uh, Mike, uh, we'll, we'll announce all that stuff when it's the <laughs> right time. It's very fluid. Um, as of right this moment, <laughs> I feel very, very good that we're going to be playing somebody else uh, besides ourselves on <laughs> August 28th. Um, in a sanctioned game by the OHSAA and it'll be be week 1 of 6 weeks and then week 7 will be the playoffs as of right now um that's how i feel so uh, i i can't say much more beyond that sure. it's not because i'm being secretive it's oh, just, yeah. it is literally changing that much but uh, i do think that there's a a commitment to to play football this fall i i do believe that um, everybody wants this to happen at the high school level. And and right now I've I've got a lot of faith that it's going to.
0: You just want the plan, don't you? We talked about it earlier. Just give, give you the plan and you're going.
1: I, I, I'm good. I, I know the plan. Today we're off. <laughs> and, and tomorrow we practice and on Saturday we have a scrimmage. And if it changes, then we'll adjust quickly. We have a plan. I'm good right now. I mean, so – yeah, no, I'm I'm executing the plan that I'm given right now, and that's what we're doing, and, and we're taking it day by day. And I told the kids this. I said, "Listen, guys, I, I mean this sincerely. If I didn't think we were playing, if I thought it was all going to get canceled, we wouldn't be out here. I I wouldn't I wouldn't put your health at risk mm-hmm. um, with practicing. Guys could potentially get injured and so forth. I wouldn't have us congregating and all those. I mean, we're trying to be as safe as we possibly can, but we wouldn't we wouldn't do any of this stuff if I Thought it was just a formality that we're canceling this in in the next handful of days. Uh, I I don't think that that would be the right thing to necessarily do, but I do think that we will be. So so we're going accordingly that we're going to play ball against someone on August twenty eighth.
0: Other than yourselves,
1: other than ourselves, exactly right.
0: <laughs> well, knock on wood. Hopefully that ha- that does happen and it's announced here within. The- yeah. the next week or so hopefully so we can get some kind of plan uh going forward and the next time we reconvene we will have that uh schedule ready to go coach uh, appreciate you taking some time out of this and out of your day and uh, updating the fans on everything molar football
1: oh no thank you for having me and and uh we are very very excited to to be on display i think that we, we've got a fantastic uh group of young men and and uh, they're gonna be ready to compete
0: that is head coach Mark Elder joining us to talk all things molar football here on Let's GoBigMo.com and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.